0: hey greetings to all the patriotic americans this is colonel alan west and you're listening to arms room radio and stand at attention when i'm talking It's Arms Room Radio. Live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from magswag.com studios, coast to and around the world. Room radio.
3: Now, your mic is live.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be with you here today. We've got about two hours together, and uh, I'm happy because I'm not doing the show by myself because it's really, really hard to do the show by yourself. Um, so let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots sitting here with me on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl.
4: Dr. Approved memo. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays.
5: Oh, wait, that, that's, that's me. That's you. I, that's you. That's right, I'm here. So how yeah, how are you, how are you good doing? To be here.
1: Good good to be all right, good to be all right. Everything going okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you uh you had a a little uh, a little shorter day than, than, than usual
6: today. Yes, so yes. I
1: mean good that it's a shorter day and uh yeah, that it sucks because uh, you know you, can, you can get that's uh, more money, you know. Right,
5: right. Yeah, fix the paycheck. Yeah, exactly right, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. But I'll make the best of it.
1: There you go. I, we know you will. We know you will. So, um, uh, anything uh, anything cool this week? Anything uh, on your travels you got to see? Anything interesting? Any uh, giant balls of twine on the side of the road? World's biggest frying pan? That kind of no, the battleship Alabama?
5: I haven't there? made it out there yet. I'm gonna. Right, I, right. I'm gonna. The biggest thing I'm looking at right now is I got to wait for. Uh, all this uh, COVID stuff to blow over enough to where the uh, ride-sharing services start act uh, opening up, and I, I'm I'm gonna be there.
1: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, Alabama still got some COVID ride-sharing restrictions over there. Yeah, like. pretty okay. much. Gotcha. Either that gotcha.
5: or just the the location where I'm at just has very very poor coverage.
1: Gotcha, and uh, I'm betting out there um, in, the, in the outskirts of Alabama, there's some people resistant to. The mass stuff, and uh, they don't want to play, so guess what they're not going to you know they're not going to offer that service out there as long as the, the company's telling them they have to they're going to say no, we don't no yeah. we don't so mm-hmm. i get that I get that pretty much um, well that's good it's good nice uh, nice event week that's it's getting hot down here it's getting hot in here
5: it's getting hot all over it's getting hot all over um, the, 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 the big you know more so it, what's more troublesome than getting hot. It's love bug season.
1: Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah, it is. It's uh, listen for those of you around the country, and I know you're joining us from all over the country and the world. Um, that uh, that don't know what a love bug is, it's a tiny little acidic bomb that destroys your car. That's I mean that's yeah. basically it, right? It's yeah,
5: just, it you know covers up your windshield, can't see through it, and if you turn on the windshield wipers, unless you're your, your windshield washer fluid is completely full. Yeah. Yeah, you're just making, you're making it worse. For, for one solar. bug. Yeah, exactly
1: yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, hit the first, you, you get the first three, four, five bugs, you could, you could get it off with the windshield wiper, but you're not going to get the last seven or 8,000 that hits your windshield. Ooh, um, uh-uh. And that's what happens. And it will destroy paint. It will destroy the lacquer on the paint. Um, you're, you're, and listen, they're not big enough to break your windshield, but it'll destroy your wipers, um, mm-hmm. everything. And then if you use your wipers to get that stuff off of there... And it starts to make a, a love bug juice flow of water that goes down into the crevices of your uh, your car. It rots that away, too, and eats the paint and all the finish and everything off of that. Yep. They are they are the, the scrounge of the air down here. You know? Oh, yeah. They they really are. And, I, and Now, do you know the history of the love bug?
5: Uh, I have heard a few. What, you know? I don't know which ones are urban myths and which aren't.
1: You, what would you hear? Let's see if it's the same I heard.
5: Uh, I heard... Uh, came up from either Central or South America. Okay. And then I also heard they were created in a lab to be a natural predator to mosquitoes. And they weren't. They didn't do anything except they hatched, mated, and died. You know, laid eggs and then died. And even they you know once they were created they have no natural predators because of the acidic yeah. in you know in in their bodies like you mentioned birds don't eat them yep. nothing eats them yeah. so once they were created in the lab and realized well this was was a bust they put the few thousand of them they had uh, living in a box and went to take it somewhere to be incinerated and then that vehicle transporting it got into an accident, and broke open, and thus, you know, another one of mankind's farce creations was released upon the world.
1: You know, I'd heard probably about 80% of that story. I'd never heard the part at the end where they were transporting them in a box and it got busted open. Now, I heard that, yes, they were created in a lab, and it was uh, uh, the University of Florida. Right, So the that, ga- yeah, that was part at, of uh, what I heard as well. Gainesville yeah. Yeah. Gator Town, um, and Gatortown. Um, and that they do... They, 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 Earl, they, have a, they do want to eat uh, uh, mosquitoes and the larvae. The problem is that they wanted to make sure that... This is, again, what I heard. that They wanted to make sure that they reproduced, so they gave them this incredible reproduction drive, but that drive is so much that they ignore their hunger to eat the bugs instead to go have the, the airborne love bug making. Ah. So that's, that's what I heard. So, so, they,
5: so they're short lifespans because they, they, they never, they're born, they never eat, they mate and they die.
1: Correct, and but by, but but <laughs> they, but it's enough to where they reproduce before they die from hunger. Yay! So you know, they're like uh, like a little airborne tribbles, you know, from <laughs> from, uh, from Star Trek. <laughs> uh,
5: that goes along with I just heard that uh, they I don't know why it gained public information or public knowledge, but they they just released somewhere down in South Florida. I uh, saw this in the Keys. Uh, I like saw like a, a few million or a billion genetically modified male mosquitoes to in in the natural occurrence of mosquitoes mating and reproducing they're they're genetically modified to reduce birth rate
1: yeah i don't see this working out for us well
5: yeah, we haven't yeah. learned our lesson yet of, hey, let's genetically modify stuff. I mean, you know, didn't, uh, wasn't Monsanto brought up, uh, you know, or, yeah. or you know, brought to task about genetically modifying oh, love you know, plants, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. here we're, we're trying to genetically modify, you know, organisms? Uh,
1: Absolutely insects. ridiculous. Absolutely yeah, ridiculous. No. I remember this that came out last year. They were talking about it during 2020, and everybody was doing the whole, bro, not this year. Don't do it this year. You gotta, wait, okay. Just, if you've not learned anything yet, don't do it this year. Um, well, I guess they did. They waited until this year, and now they're they're letting them out down there. And the people in the Keys are like, uh, "Yeah, uh, help us! We're going to firebomb the whole place to try and destroy them." It's like a like a, uh, a a key a Keys style of outbreak, you know, down there. They're trying to do the quarantine and get rid of them all. So, yeah, it doesn't look like it's fun. Doesn't look like it's fun. Um, well, listen, we do, have some, we do actually have some real gun stuff we're going to talk to you about. Uh, we got some gun news, got some good gun news, some new guns on the market as well. Uh, we're going to be talking to you about, uh, well, I, we are going to talk to you about the lies that President Biden put forth during his joint session of Congress earlier this week. We're going to do that, and um, we plan on having a good show. We plan on having a good show. I'm sure we'll get to some surprises. Uh, Major Bill should be joining us today. And uh, we're just going gonna to have some fun, folks, because it's, uh, it's Arms Room Radio, and that's what we do. That's what we do with you.
5: So you're saying we're going to wing it as usual.
1: Oh, well, wait, wait, you listen. We, <laughs> I wrote down three or four words on this notepad. I, I mean, I've i got direction. <laughs> I've got direction over here. <laughs> uh, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the
6: break.
9: Or, for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. One minute. Folks, don't like. We have the right to listen to any than one radio minute. program I think we listen We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells oh, you... Oh, yep, you're right. Sorry, they put the applause inside the spotlight. <laughs> you're looking at it like. Uh... Hey, so this message and 10 seconds live. Call. 425
0: 454 7012. All right,
9: here
6: we go. 7012.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. You're live.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswagstudios.com studios.com. That's the MagSwag.com studios. There we go. Sorry, got a, got a little, little reverse. Got 90, Get it right. Got 90% Get it of it right. right there. 90% of it right. Um, hey, Earl, you know, before we jump into the, uh, the first story of the day, uh, you and I had the opportunity to do... Uh, an episode of the rundown together last week.
5: Uh, we're, the, we're,
1: the, the rundown. The rundown.
5: We're publicly admitting that.
1: Well, you, you listen. There's only like 14 or 15 people that saw it, so <laughs> oh, well, maybe, okay, yeah, maybe we can double up. We're cool. <laughs> <then>. Yeah, we're <laughs> maybe fine. We, maybe we're we can fine. double up. So uh, that was kind of fun. We both got to do that with Craig. And um,
5: yeah, it was kind of fun playing a joke on him. It he, was. You started off the show, and then yeah. he, he, you know, normal throughout the show. It'll switch from the camera on you to just you, or camera just on him. And yep. when he switched to just on him, you slid over, and I. I slid there so
1: I think what did Craig say it was um, um, I, I know you could shave your head that fast but I didn't think you could grow a beard that
6: fast
1: <laughs> 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 so that was pretty it was pretty neat good times good times good times so uh, look, look forward to more of them by the way if you're not listening uh, watching 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 the rundown it's the rundown and it's uh, I think it's the rundown.us uh, the Facebook page is probably the easiest way to track it go to the rundown and then you can uh, watch them on YouTube and on Facebook yep, yeah.
5: or YouTube yeah
1: yeah, so um, remember
5: like share and subscribe.
1: Like share subscribe. Or like, share subscribe and like. Or or subscribe, like and share. Whichever you want. Yeah, yeah. Whichever, whichever three you want to do. Whichever three you want to do. So, uh let's see, uh, the president, uh, the president uh, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, had his first his first uh, you know, uh, messages, uh, to the uh the joint session of Congress. It was not a state of the union address. It was just his uh message to those, you know, the joint session of Congress. So,
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's when A lot of people were like uh what is this? Is this is this State of the Union? Is this, yeah, what, it was. Huh? What? What are we doing? It was it was Joe. Listen, what they, do I do they, with my hands? They had him
1: yeah, exactly. They had him doped up on enough uh, of the uh, of the Ritalin, so he could go out. Yeah, say, I, I heard bit. somebody
5: say something that they you know they, they probably gave him a gave him a bump or something because yeah, yeah. you know it's after nine o'clock in the evening and he's he's fairly yep. animated.
1: Little Thorzine. they got him on there, you know, or, or you know whatever it is, or maybe they gave him some coffee, kept him up late the night before. Never know. Could tell. Never could tell. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. We got uh, President uh, Biden again. Would uh, was talking to the Congress uh, about the problem of gun violence. Now, before we get into the gun violence specifically, did you see how he opened it when he started talking about "We the People"?
5: Oh, you mean the government?
1: Yes. If, if folks, if 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 nothing else, this guy says to you that should scare the living daylights out of you. Uh,
5: yeah. I, re- regardless of your political affiliation, which. Obviously, if you're listening to us, we have a very good, strong inkling of which way yeah. your politics lie. Right, 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 But even if you're, you know, on a cheat day or something, listening in, <laughs> you know, again, regardless of your political affiliations, that should scare the hell out of you. He
1: said, "We the people are the government. We the people are the government. The government are we the people. It's about us, folks." And he looked. And now he was looking around. He wasn't looking at the cameras. He was looking around making eye contact with all of his senators and, and congressional cronies. He was telling them that it's we the people are the government.
5: He he conveniently has forgotten that he is not a elected leader but merely an elected representative. Correct.
1: Correct. And he has forgotten that. He has forgotten that. So that should scare you. That should make you... Thank the Lord that the Second Amendment is there. That Uh,
5: is exactly why the Second Amendment is there.
1: He just showed you that they have no desire to grant you any rights whatsoever. Because we, the people, are the government, not the people. The government did not write the Constitution. The government did not write the Declaration of Independence. The people wrote it. And that's how we got our own country and we put our own laws and our own standards in place. And, and And now he's trying to co-opt that as the government saying it's the government's bill ridiculous uh, let's see he said I didn't want to become confrontational we need more Senate Republicans to join with the overwhelming majority of their Democratic colleagues uh, okay, listen, overwhelming majority it's a 50 50 split okay yeah pretty much just because you got Camilla uh, there you know you can get that one extra vote so uh, we need to close loopholes and require background checks to purchase a gun. Earl did you know you didn't need a background check to purchase a gun? really yeah. Hmm. Yeah, evidently you don't need one at all. You just can go in there and say, I'm here to buy in the loophole.
5: Yeah, I want, I want to use the gun show loophole to make this purchase, please.
1: Oh, uh, uh, don't forget the boyfriend loophole. That's a new one now. Now we have the boyfriend loophole.
5: I'm not using the boyfriend. I'll hmm. use the gun show loophole. You can
1: use the I boyfriend loophole. I use the
5: boyfriend loophole. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, said, he said two bills, two House bills passed that are stalled in the Senate would strengthen background checks and close the so called Charleston loophole. Earl, oh, I forgot about the Charleston loophole. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, by extending the time federal investigators have to conduct background checks, Earl, did you know that when you get a background check, they do it on a computer? Yes, and it bases it on the other information that's in the computer. Yes, and that that probably takes. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me see. Let's see, folks, if you could try, try them this for me. Hold on. I hit enter, and then it comes. I hit refresh, and it's back. There you go. Done. That's it. Ding. It might take the the dealer ten or fifteen minutes to put it in because you know if they got a couple people in line. You got to make sure the paperwork's filled on right, but by the time you hit enter and it comes back, uh, you know, unless you have got some weird state, to, you know, giving you secondary information, uh, it, it, it's literally kind of it's an instantaneous background.
5: Check. It, it, it can be, yeah. you know, I've I've, you know, as we've mentioned, you know, ran ran the shop and everything, and I've done this situation. Sometimes I key in all the customer's information, and from the time I I click enter, and I do have to click another button to go to a different page. Yes the results are there by the time I click it quite often. Sometimes then it does, you know, if, you know, if it's John Smith buying a a firearm from me, yeah, that may take a few minutes, but then I'll sit there while casually converting with him as, Oh yeah, this is a, you know, talking about the particular piece of, yeah, this is nice. I had one like this or something. And, and, you know, I'm clicking refresh every few seconds and you know, Oh, cool. It came back. All right. Here you go. Have a nice day.
1: Let me explain it just to, for those of you that uh, uh, states may be different. And most states use the FBI. They go directly to the FBI and to NICS. Um, you know, it's the national in, you know, instant check system, you know, you know, background check system. Um, some states elect to have an intermediary. Earl, you and I happen to be sitting in one of them states, so we enter all the information. We want to
5: make the money. Right.
1: We, we enter it into uh, the state's database, the state's inquiry. And then it goes to people sitting up at the Florida Department of Headquarters, Florida Department of Law Enforcement Headquarters. FDLE. And then what they do, Earl, is it comes up on their screen. They turn to the screen next to them and type it in again. Right. So that's why it usually takes two, three minutes in Florida because it, 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 they have to go from one computer to another. In, in other states where it's direct to the NIC system under FBI, as soon as you didn't enter, it can come back instantaneously. It's that it's that quick. You may have one of those states with an intermediary, uh, and that's it. So, this well, we need you know because right now they have three days. If like you said, there's a John Smith, and it comes back with a flag that says, "Hold on, there's a John Smith with his uh, uh, identity stolen, and it looks like he's a, he's a convicted felon." Well, or how many John Smiths are there? I mean, there's <laughs> there's you know a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, well. You know, there's, there's certain items that you use. You use your driver's license and you use your social security number and again. But if that's stolen, maybe that's it. And that's why there's the three days there. So the feds can say. Thir- three
5: business days. Correct. Three business days. Unfortunately, weekends don't count. So if you, right. if you have this issue on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Saturday and Sunday don't count. You host we- You host. Wednesday afternoon at the yeah. earliest.
1: So three days. Three days for the government to figure out is this you or is this not you. And here's how it usually works. And I've had this question before while on the phone doing the background checks. They'll be on the phone and they'll be going, um, is his name John Smith? Yes. How many legs does he have? Two. Two. Okay, then you can, then you can give it to him because the guy we're looking for has one leg. <laughs> I've had that happen. Really? I've had that I've never happen. had that. Um, and so you know, that's what they want. But now this computer, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a computerized system. It happens that quick. When they have to decide whether it's this guy or it's not this guy, it's literally comparing one set of stats and facts and data to another. If they can't get to that in three days, guess what? Shall not be infringed. You've already, you've already making me go through this process, yep. this magical process that's going to tell you if I committed any crimes in the future. And now you want more than three? Now you want seven days? Now you want 10 days? When's it going to stop? Because next year, you know what it's going to be, Earl? Now we want 25 days. Yeah. Now we want 90 yeah. That's what it's going to be, folks. Stop giving the inches because they're building a mile, okay?
5: Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you know I call in and say, yeah, I'm looking for a determination on, you know, transaction number, such and such. Oh, we haven't reached a determination yet. Okay. I will be releasing the firearm yeah. to this individual.
1: Yeah. Exactly
5: right. Okay. What,
1: what they need to do is the same way they do for TSA. Obviously, it needs to have due process. But instead of logging on and entering all your information in and waiting for it to come back, you make a list. You make a no-buy list. I log into my system. Is, is the name you know, John Smith in there with this birthday and this social security number? Is it on that list? No. Then I'm releasing it to them right now. And then they don't know who I called in. They can't create their database of who bought firearms. Hmm. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studio. Stick, stick around. We get back more about Biden's lies to you at the joint session of Congress.
5: Pinocchio's.
11: I heard that.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Mag Swag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world. You are live.
1: hey welcome back to arms room radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios hey last segment last uh segment of the program here we're talking to you about the lies the lies that president biden told during his joint session of congress concerning firearms first thing we told you though this should scare the the bejesus out of you. Is that uh, he did the whole "We the people are the government, the government are we the people"? That should uh, that should make you stand up and take notice of what their intent is. That uh, they want the government to run everything about your life, and they want your firearms away from you, so they can make you do whatever you what they want you to do. Uh, so that's that's what's going on. So. Uh, listen, we, uh, we already covered uh, you know Charleston loophole. We covered some background check issues. The next thing to jump into here is the assault weapon ban, the 1994 assault weapon ban. He said, we need a ban on assault weapons and high capacity again. Don't tell me it can't be done. We did it before, and, and it worked. It
5: it accomplished nothing.
1: Nothing at all. During the assault weapon ban, the 10 years of the assault weapon ban, the crime rate stayed the same. The crime rate stayed the same. When the assault weapon ban was over, uh, in, uh, in, 94, in 2004, when it de- when it, uh, it, it ended, the violent crime began to immediately decline after the assault weapon ban wore off. Folks, this is simple math. For 10 years, people were denied the right to buy themselves the kind of firearms they wanted. When they went and purchased firearms at the end of the ban, crime went down. The legal purchase of firearms means crime goes down. And crime went down steadily for 10 years after the expiration of the assault weapon ban because people continued to buy firearms. We did not see a rise in violence until, uh, do the math, folks, uh, President Obama took office. Yep. All right. Because guess what? He empowered certain peoples to go out there and do what they wanted to do, and we're going to make the police the bad guys. And you're sitting on that right now. That's where you are. Uh, Let's see, assault weapon ban that we got there. He said, we beat the NRA in the early 2000s. The law expired, and we've seen the daily bloodshed since. Again, facts wrong by Joe.
5: Daily bloodshed? Uh,
1: No. Biden started his remarks on guns violence, calling for the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act, which would close the boyfriend loophole to b- prevent abusers from purchasing firearms. Here, listen to this number. Earl, this is crazy. It's estimated that more than 50 women are shot and killed by an intimate partner every month in America. 50 a month. Let's pass it and save lives. You know what we should do. Go ahead, Earl.
5: Does this include the women that are seeking a concealed carry permit because they have an injunction against an ex, but the 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 states they live in are a a uh, a may issue state and are you, are you being beaten or raped right now? No? Okay, you don't need a firearm.
1: Or they have the injunction. All they have to do is show it to the guy with the gun.
5: It's a nice big piece of paper with big bold letters on it. That ought to do the job. It
1: says, don't shoot me. Yeah. What did she put, now, did she have a gun-free zone sign at her house? Maybe. Folks, obviously these are, these are horrible exaggerations uh, that we're trying to prove our point to you. That uh, the the piece of paper, the gun show sign, none of that works. To say that the bad guy, the, the boyfriend, the boyfriend all of a sudden is going to go out, who, who, by the way, um, if, he's, if he's out there buying guns, how is he able to buy a gun, Earl? He got the background check. Weren't they able to predict what he was going to do in the future?
5: Well, he's, he's somebody's boyfriend, so maybe he used the boyfriend loophole. He, he used the boyfriend
1: loophole. There you go. So he, uh, he, what, what, what Earl said is exactly right. The, the real tragedy here is that the women that want to be able to go get a firearm now have to wait three days, ten days, a year, depending on what jurisdiction you're in, to get that firearm. Yeah. They, cannot, they cannot buy one to defend themselves against a raving lunatic. Oh, and this whole 50-a-month thing, uh, it's estimated that, well, I don't. Joe says it's estimated that more than 50, I, I, guess, I guess Joe must have stopped at uh, exaggeration stop, uh, stop on the train before he got there because he's making numbers up now. There's no stats of that anywhere out there.
5: Yeah, I, and unfortunately, I remember we've done it, done stories in the past of, of uh, girlfriends or ex-wives that were in the process of a separation, had applied for their concealed weapons permit, were in the process of waiting for it, and the, uh, the the other party, yeah, promptly showed up on their door and killed them.
1: Yeah, there you go, got something for you, that, you know, uh, but I don't, I, I, but I, I know you have that injunction. It doesn't matter. Here's, here's another one. This one got me, too. Our flag at the White House was still flying at half-staff for the eight victims of the mass shooting in Georgia when 10 more lives were taken in a mass shooting in Colorado. By the way, Earl, both of which people passed a background check, mm-hmm. passed their background checks. Uh, you, you Listen, folks, you, you can't say that the only way to get rid of evil is, well, we're just going to make them take a background check. We asked him right on the forum if he was feeling like hurting anybody.
5: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You
1: want to stop evil, stop evil. Okay, let's you know, let's let's stop, you know, pussyfooting around talking about, uh, you know, uh, mental health. Okay, you you know what? Guess what? Uh, If somebody's uh, too crazy to be in society, they're too crazy to have a firearm. Lock it down. All right. Don't worry about HIPAA and all those other protections. Put due process in there. You put due process in everything you do. But as soon as somebody says this guy's a whack job. And he and a a doctor says he's a whack job and a a judge agrees and says he's a whack job. You go into the list and you say you can't buy a firearm.
5: Now, when you say, you know, you know, call evil, evil and and stop having, you know, being able to uh, purchase a firearm. Does does that include the evil that is being monitored by government agencies?
1: Oh, you, you know, or that doesn't count. Earl. they're allowed to ignore those facts. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we know, we know that from uh, a pulse shooting. We know that from Parkland. We know that from uh, uh, the FedEx shooting. We we know that. We know that the feds are allowed to go. Oh yeah, that wasn't us. Yeah, that wasn't us. Yeah, I, mean, I know we talked to him and we took some guns and we did all of this, but that wasn't us. It's we, not our we, fault.
5: We've been to his residence twenty five plus times. Yeah. But yeah, he, he yeah he's he's still cool. He can he can purchase firearms.
1: Ridiculous. All right, so Biden goes on to say that in the week between those two mass shootings, more than 250 other Americans were shot dead. 250 shot dead.
5: Did he mention how many of them were law enforcement officers?
1: He did not because he does not care about law enforcement officers. Um, they want to take the money and the authority away from law enforcement training and funding and, and salaries. Um, he said 250 Earl, Let me give you some real numbers. If this was really a problem about violence, if this was really a problem, problem about sa- saving lives. Okay. This is April. This is April last month in in Chicago. Shot and killed 52, shot and wounded 258, total shot 310, total homicides 56.
5: Nah, that's fake news. Come on, Mike. Yep. Chicago has some of the strongest strictest gun laws. In the country. They can't have all that violence going on there.
1: A clear Democrat controlled city of, you know, everybody by the former Clinton era is basically there. um, And and, and they continue to have this. They don't care, Earl, because the only time, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, and President Trump said this the only time they need to worry about what black America is doing is when it's time to vote. We need your vote. We're going to hand you more checks. We're going to give you more checks so you'll continue, we're going to continue to buy your vote rather than what President Trump did and gave jobs and got minority unemployment at the lowest rate it's ever been, ever been since tracked in this country. Uh, brought them to the table. He gave more money to, to black universities, traditional black universities, than, than Obama did uh, ever, ever. Trump did that in his first year, more than Obama did in eight years. Don't tell me anything about it. Ob- uh, you know, Obama might be a, a black man or a half black man, but t- they were votes. Folks, if, if you're a minority, they want you for your votes. If you're Hispanic, they want you for your votes because of the the immigration issues. All right, It's all it is. They're trying to get you to vote for them. If it was really about caring about minorities or caring about people on the low end of the income spectrum, this crap in Chicago and the likes around there would be over a long time ago. But they don't care because this is a minority versus a minority, and it's not during election season. They don't care.
5: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Uh, let's see what else did, the, did he throw any more lies out of us there. I think that's pretty much covered his 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 gun lies here for uh, for this week for this week. So, um, you know, we will uh, continue to put, to refer you to people that say, uh, listen, watch the facts. We tell you all the time. Do your own research. Do your own facts. If you don't think the media controls the message, that's it. Only thing we've got left is like, uh, you know, radio. Radio is where conservatism lasts. That's where that's where we're able to come to you. That's where Arms Room Radio comes to you. That's where all of our other friends in the industry come to you. Come to you from is the radio. This is our lectern, so to speak, to give you the uh, the, the lessons of the
5: day when it comes to firearms. So, trying to break into video, but hey, look, we, we can we can be honest. We have faces for radio.
1: I, yeah, and most of the time I got a voice for the newspapers. So <laughs> that's, that's it. yeah, yeah I just stutter over myself like a like a bumbling fool half the time. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so that's, that's that. Okay, listen, we get back. Earl, uh, we, we got some new guns. We got some new guns out there. I think we're going nice. to talk about some new guns. We, this last segment is going to be some new guns. So
5: New guns are always cool.
1: We got, uh, you want to you you leak it or we just keep them in suspenders? Oh. Keep it uh-huh. in suspenders. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Get back. We're going to talk to you about some new guns.
7: The kel PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 magnum lightweight pistol. not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30 round magazine so when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance brace yourself there's 29 more innovation performance keltech see more at keltechweapons.com
3: And be sure to tell them, the guys, from back in about a minute.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios. It's Arms Room Radio. You're in life.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Earl, I love talking guns. Really? Yeah, you know, it's just, you know. I never would have guessed for, for a while here, we, we don't get a lot of new gun story. You know, we're already down, what, SHOT Show? We're down NRA Show. You know, two <sighs> NRA Shows. You know, they postponed, and so.
5: It's COVID BS. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's COVID crap. Kobe crap. Let's see here, Beretta, Beretta, and i have actually been to the. Uh, rub it Barretta, in, Barretta,
5: thanks. Barretta. Yeah, rub it in.
1: Okay, listen. I've been to the Beretta factory, but you've been to the uh, the Buffalo Bill Wiley Coyote Museum out there in uh, Montana or wherever <laughs> the hell it is. <laughs> Wyoming, Wyoming. There you go, Cody, Wyoming. Cody, Wyoming. I knew there was a Cody in there somewhere. So yeah, uh, that place is that was nice, ridiculous. So. Don't even start with me. Don't even.
5: Yeah, start. Yeah, but you you've been to Beretta, the oldest name in the world. Yeah. In firearms. Yeah, That's was kind of cool. Yeah, that yeah, was that's kinda really
1: cool. cool. It was kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess I should post some pictures up, but they told me not to. Because they don't have tours there. It was like we knew a dude who got us in, and that was it. Yeah. Hey hey yeah. hey, I know a guy. Yeah, that's it. Hey, well, it's Italy, you know. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I, how you I know doing? a guy. He's guys with me. He's forget with me. about He's it. He's with us. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of ours. Uh, let's see what we got here. Beat me to it. Uh, Beretta has quietly added two French-made Manurin.
5: Okay, we'll go with that pronunciation. Manurin,
1: we're going to go with that. It's M-A-N-U-R-H-I-N. Manurin, the MR73 Series revolvers to their U.S. offerings, available through Beretta dealers. I mean, what do you think of Beretta? What do you think of? You don't think of revolvers, do you?
5: I I, I think of either the uh, M9. Yep. Or shotguns for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: High-end shotgun kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, introduced in the early '70s, hence the MR73 designation. Full-size wheel gun is about the same size as a Colt Python or a Smith and Wesson K-frame. Has a reputation for being beautifully made, with a brilliant polished blue finish. And, and folks, we're really looking at the pictures. When it says brilliantly polished blue finish, yeah, this is like glass, like black oh, glass. Yeah. Looking at it, yeah.
5: This is this is a very very deep deep uh, blue yeah. bluing. Uh, it's, it's it's gorgeous. It's
1: extremely rugged. Uh, speaking to the lander, the guns are favored for use by the French police, which, what but they, you know they have to be strong because they're dropping them all the time.
6: Right? Oh, I wasn't uh, going to go uh, um, there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Since you said French, I was like, oh, they're only <laughs> dropped <laughs> once. Never fired.
1: A, uh, the guns are favored for use by the French police, which meant frequent practice with full house magnum loads. Uh, all jokes about recent French martial ability dis- uh, aside, their counter-terror teams have done lots of heavy lifting in recent years. Yeah, we all know that. Listen, oh, you know, yeah. we, and we joke, and I'll tell you what, right now, I've worked with the French military, uh, the French Marines, the French Army, uh, uh, many, many years, and uh, some of the finest fighters I've ever seen. Oh. It's just the national politics are different. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, these, we, we, these guys are like, oh, ah, let's go, kill,
5: kill, kill. Yeah, I mean, we, we, everybody's <laughs> heard of them. We know people, that, you know, yeah. the French Foreign Legion. Yeah, arguably some of the baddest soldiers on the planet. Yep, I still te- tease them. Yeah.
1: absolutely right. Yeah, look at the little. They're in them little frog shorts they wear? <laughs>
5: uh,
1: and I mean frog by like because they're frog men. Because <laughs> they're 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 like uh, the Marine Corps guys. Yep. Uh, they're, they're little silkies. Nope. The little no silky mercy. Shorts. Yeah, No yeah, mercy. No yeah, mercy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't know where we are. Exactly. Uh, let's see. The Banyarin MR seventy three series of robbers developed specifically for the requirements of the French Gendarmerie which is their, uh, their national police, and the special service units of the French police and military. Pistols feature exceptional accuracy and proven reliability, tested with tens of thousands of rounds of full power 357 Magnum. Now, this is a, this is a big gun, Earl. This is, I, I mean, listen, it's not, it's not ridiculous. It's not like a Smith & Wesson 5000, but this is a full-size. Oh, yeah. This is you a full-size revolver.
5: Yeah, you know, like you said, you know, it's perfect analogy. Python size or yeah. or Smith K frame. Yep. Yeah. It it it's a full size revolver. It it has to be to be able to withstand you know thousands of rounds of 357 mag. Not carry it with 357 mag and train with 38. Yeah. This is you train with 357 and you run 357.
1: That's how you do it. That's how you do it. There's uh, there's basically two models. You have the sport, uh, and then the uh, Gendarmerie. Which is yeah, so the, okay. the sport model? I'll stick with the sport. I yeah, can pronounce you, you, it. There you go. And see the uh, we'll call it the sport and the police model. Okay. How okay. About that? All, right. all right. All right. So you have the uh, they're both double action revolvers. Uh, it has that uh, branded rubber finger groove, kind of like some Pack Myers, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's got uh, uh, let's see import marks on a barrel from Beretta. From Beretta, the uh, the sport model has a five and two quarter inch barrel. And now for comparison's sake, the. Uh, American law enforcement, when they used everything from the the Smith Model 10 through all the Colts and everything else like that, they all had four inch barrels so this has a little bit longer barrel than the sport model does now the, the police model has a 625 inch hold on am I reading this right
5: no you're not reading it right Where is it, what are the we sport got? model has a five and a quarter inch barrel yep, yep. overall six point eight inch sight radius. sight radius there we go the sport model or the, the the duty size. Has uh, get, get, a four-inch barrel. Get, okay, the police. Yeah, the police, the police does model. Have the four inch there barrel. we go. Yeah. The police model has four-inch barrel. Yeah, obviously, because it's because it's Shorted. a you know carry gun and yeah. all that, they you know they need a the the officers need a smaller package, you on, on their on their belt and everything like that. But it does give them a five-point-six-inch sight radius with the four-inch barrel.
1: The uh, Mannering. MR-73, besides being unicorns in the U.S., has long been thought of as one of the strongest double-action revolvers ever made. And, folks, you want to look this up. It's M-A-N-U-R-H-I-N. I want to say that a couple more times. M-A-N-U-R-H-I-N revolvers. Just do and, that, and, and it's the it, MMR-73.
5: Yeah. That's, uh, that's Mike Romeo 73. There you go, like Mr.
1: 73. Hello, Mr. 73.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. They're renowned for their accuracy, the French... Counter Terror Group even uses a fielded sniper version of this revolver and equipped with a long barrel, bipod and optic. I, all right, I want one I, of I those. I want to see one of those. I want yeah. To see one of those. Uh, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, with history tradition and fine gun-making behind them, the Menorin series of revolvers are truly world class as breda. Now. Now that we've got you all pumped up.
5: Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I just hit that part of the article. Yeah. Whoa. Now
1: that we got you all pumped up.
5: Oh.
1: Now, they will be available in America. Anybody that carries uh. Beretta will be able to get them. Uh, the bad news is you have to pay to play. Ouch. The retail, now, the, the MSRP, for it's the same price, so if you're getting a shorter barrel or the longer barrel, it's the same price for only the low, low uh. price of $3,299. Uh. And that's not for both of them. That's for one of them.
5: Oh, that hurts.
1: Now, listen, if you go out there and get yourself a, you know, a, a vintage Python yeah, or a registered yeah. Magnum. That's kind of close to that price, but not really. That's more like $2,000.
5: Yeah, I think I'd rather have a vintage Python. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen,
1: if you're one of those people that uh, you know, $3,300 is no, uh, no issue on a revolver,
5: I'm not you, one of those. Yeah, me and Earl
1: want one, so buy this one. <laughs> so buy this <us> one.
5: <laughs> I'll, I'll take whichever model you want to give me. That's right. There we I'd, go. I'd prefer the sport model. I
1: think I'd like the police model. I think yeah. I'd like the police model. So there you go. We'd l- we'll take one of each. Yeah, we'll take yeah, one of each. Yeah. Uh, I would like mine uh, right-handed, and Earl would like his um, also right-handed. So Dude, get the right-handed it's a revolver. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just messing with the folks out there. <laughs> 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 I'd also like mine in metric, not
5: standard. Okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're the one that comes up with the uh, left-handed crescent wrenches, huh? That's it.
1: I need a left-handed metric cresc- left-handed metric crescent wrench. Yep, yep. Oh, boy. Uh, this looks like a good gun, Earl. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm hoping that we see them at NRA or shot when they come around because I know nobody you and I talk to is uh, dumping $3,300 in a revolver.
5: Yeah. So,
1: let alone where to find them. That's going to be a problem. You know, if you're coming in at that price, it's not like there's going to be 12 of them in every case out there. You yeah, know? I
5: would say uh, probably because of price point, I honestly don't know of any Breda-authorized dealers. I mean, I, I have no qualm, no question, no qualms about Beretta quality. Right, right. But as soon as I hear Beretta, ooh, that, that my my wallet starts.
1: Oh, it was your wallet that tense yeah. up? Oh, it was something yeah. different? From yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
5: was like, ooh, just it's gonna be good, but oh, this is gonna be expensive. Maybe
1: maybe somebody will buy one and we can all go shoot it for like twenty five bucks. Like I, 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 I'm in. i do you know, in. five rounds. I'll put I'm 25 in. bucks through it. You yeah, know, yeah. or 25 bucks for five rounds through it. Something well, like that, yeah.
5: it's hey, we're we're gonna have to back it up or bump it up. That's gonna be 50 bucks. 25 bucks just for the ammo. There you go. 25 bucks for wear and tear on the pistol. Uh, yeah,
1: listen, I got. Uh, I got <laughs> you getting a mileage on it. It reduces the resale value. Uh, you know, I got to put uh, new new tires on it every once in a while. And this rubber on the grip, that ain't gonna last forever. You know. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whoever boy. owns it, they got to get a taste. Got to get, got to get the tastes. <laughs> you gotta, you uh, just just want to wet their beak a, a little, little bit. bit, little bit.
1: Uh, folks, that's the first hour of the program here. We have got more show coming up for you in about uh, about six minutes. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly.
5: And if you're not ready, get ready.
1: And if you are ready, stay ready.
5: And remember, keep your head on a swivel.
0: Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio.
2: Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Merck
0: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. No. You'll get it all right here. here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. And Mike's live. Here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag com studios my name is mike i will be uh, guiding us through the remainder of the program here just about an hour left together promise to bring you all things gun all the good time i do not do the show by myself on my right is the right hand man the great 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 grandson of daniel boone please welcome him back his name is rule
5: Is that, that's, a, uh, a that's, the, that's the Kevin Earl mix. Yeah, the remix. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. Kevin Earl remix. remix, remix. Yeah, it's their, there it's we the remix.
1: There we go. We get we get that too. So how are you, sir? How are things going for doing you?
5: Doing well. Doing well. That's a quick six minute break. Now.
1: It sure is. It sure is. I remember is. It used to
5: take forever.
1: Yeah, we'd sit there just sweating it out. What are we doing next? What's going on?
5: I don't know. Now it's like what
1: already? Yep. Yep. Exactly right. Uh, Earl, uh, you know what? We, we talked uh, last hour about the uh, the president uh, lying to the public about uh, his gun statements and gun facts when he had his uh, joint session of Congress uh, earlier in the week. Well, there's one other little thing that he said in there.
5: Oh, yeah? Just one?
1: Just one that, uh, that is kind of going a little viral. Mm. Uh, and, and folks, if you didn't catch this, it's, it's almost worth going back and watching that 10-second clip. Because, listen... Well I I understand. If if you're not in the biz, you know, and you don't want to go through the pain of watching this uh this 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 dimwit, uh you know, say garbage, I don't watch him if I don't have to. In fact, it's at the point now where I'm like, you know what, what did he say about guns? I'll just fast forward to that part. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh but he said this. He uh, he he added he ad-libbed a line in here. And and we know it was ad lib because it was not on the uh the official script that's released ahead of time, you know, from the, from the white house. So old, old Joe gets on there and, uh, and he's talking about, uh, again, the assault weapon ban, right? Uh, and he, and he says, oh, this is, this is actually kind of cool. Uh, the social media users on Wednesday night tweeted photoshopped images of deer wearing Kevlar vests after the president jokingly referred to the image when calling for a ban on assault weapons, high capacity magazines. He said, talk to most responsible gun owners and hunters. They will tell you there's no possible justica- justification for having 100 rounds in a weapon. He said, what do you think? Deer are wearing Kevlar vests, prompting laughter from lawmakers. Okay. Earl, first off, uh, let's, let's hit the funny part first, I guess. Have you seen any of these pictures? No. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is average pictures of deer, whether it's it's real deer in the woods or cartoon deer, all now tacked out wearing vests and got uh, camo face paint on their faces, and uh, you know some of them have got weapons mounted on their vests. It's pretty darn funny. It's pretty darn. <laughs> it's pretty darn funny. It's it reminds me of the the scene in the old Crocodile Dundee movie when. They were out shooting kangaroos, remember? And I guess you're not allowed to poach kangaroos down there. Right. And Crocodile D came out and grabbed yeah, one of the they dead they ones. Yeah, grabbed and one. And they put a made, rifle in its hand. and
5: Made they, it look like the kangaroo yeah. was shooting back.
1: They said, that roo got a gun, you know? <laughs> and then they shot it shooting back. So um, that's what they reminded me of, that, that kind of thing, tactical deers. So at the uh, the president believes that the purpose, and here's, this, here's the scary part. The president believes that the purpose for having 100 rounds. Now, Earl, is there any... I mean, having a 100-round magazine, I mean, they do exist, the drum-fed 100-round mags for ARs. Um, I think you and I have used them, but it's always been for, like, torture testing. Right, right. It's not something practical to carry. It's something...
5: It is fun. Yeah. It's fun as hell. It's fun sitting at the range. Wow, they're heavy. Yeah, it's
1: fun (laughs) sitting at the range on a bench. Yeah. Uh, Which, guess what? Uh, Guess how many uh, self-defense... Uh, you know or, or assault shootings happen at the, the bench on the range. And, you know, not, not too many. Not many,
5: not many. Because criminals know pretty much everybody <laughs> there is armed. There's <laughs> armed people there. In one way or another.
1: There's armed peoples there. So Joe Biden says that hundred rounds, hundred having a hundred rounds, he thinks it's only for shooting deer. He thinks he really thinks that the only reason the only legitimate reason for owning a firearm is to hunt deer.
5: Yeah. Or just hunting in general. Yeah, that's the
1: scary part. He really <laughs> believes that own, the only reason you should own a firearm is for hunting. Well, I got I got news for you, Joe. And, you, and how many times do we have to hear this? Um, the Second Amendment is not about hunting.
5: No, you know what's what's. It is about fighting tyranny. Yeah. Because we just when we when we establish the Second Amendment that the government recognizes the inalienable right to bear arms. The, the Second Amendment is not about the government granting you the right. The Second Amendment is about restricting the government from infringing on your right to bear arms. That is a God-given right by your
3: birth.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. This man really believes the reason for the Second Amendment is so you can go deer hunting. I got news for you, Joe. Um and, and it wasn't the deer that marched on Lexington and Concord on April 19th no. <laughs> 1775 no. okay? it's got nothing to do with the deer uh, It's it's got everything to do with like Earl just said protecting yourself against a tyrannical government you know the kind that says we the people are we the government the kind that has a fence up around the White House and Congress so you can't get to them you cannot visit the public property that is yours and I'm not talking about busting down doors or anything like that I'm saying just, you, you can't even get in there you can't even visit. It. They're protecting themselves. Actually, I like to think of it, Earl. Uh, now that the fences are up around the Capitol and Congress, uh-huh. there's been a lot less um, uh, sexual assaults on minors in D.C. recently. Oh, yeah, imagine uh, that. Yeah, they, they're keeping them behind a fence now. They won't let them out. Yeah, imagine uh, that. Yeah, uh, craziness, crazy stuff. So, yeah, good old, good old Joe. Good old Sleepy Joe. Um, yeah. So there's a there's a lot of Photoshop pictures now of uh, of deer in a in a in a Kevlar vest. Um, so I, I listen, I, I got one here. I'm going to post up. It's got a, uh, a, a deer with the vest and a, a nice, uh, belt fed crew served weapon on it. So that's, uh, it's very nice, very nice, very nice. So, so folks, we're going to be posting these up on the, on your website here very soon. So you can take a look at it. Um, you, you know which reminds me? I gotta. I think it's time to wash my vest. i gotta, you know, gotta yeah. do a little vest maintenance. Yeah, it's way past time uh, if you, you wash that vest. Little, you know, gotta take it out. Little, little warm soapy water, not hot water because that breaks down uh, the Kevlar fibers. Uh, but just enough to, uh, you know, to to keep it you know clean and uh, minty fresh. You know, instead of having to run around throwing the Febreze in there every time. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Put it on. Yeah, the listen, that Febreze might smell good, but it kind of itches a little. It kind of itches. Yeah. It is. It's all chemically. It's all chemically killing the disease. So.
5: And, and thing that one, you know, how, how much time do we have?
1: We're, we're uh, you can look at 30 seconds. Go ahead. OK,
5: 30 seconds. What gets me is, you know, Joe Biden wants to make a joke talking about the Second Amendment, you know, is, you know, referring to hunting. And I'm kind of glad at least he's maybe possibly stepped up to modern hunting aspects. If the First Amendment applies to TV, radio and the Internet, and the Fourth Amendment covers electronic wiretapping and surveillance, video surveillance. Why is it the Second Amendment only applies to 18th-century firearms technology? Exactly right. They yeah, want that's, to say it's yeah, they're know, talking we, about muskets right, and everything. Oh,
1: right. well, yeah, we'll let you have your muskets, but you can't have a modern sporting rifle. Okay, well then I'll let you. You know what? I'll let you have a uh, um, a pamphlet. That was made on a printing press, but you can't have a newspaper, the TV, the internet, or anything else, just like you just yeah. said. How, yeah, how about
5: yeah, you know, yeah. parchment and a, and a quill pen? Exactly
1: right. That's what we'll restrict you to, just like that. Uh, folks, that's it for the first segment. Uh, stick around. We'll be back after the break with you here on Arms Room Radio.
7: The kel PMR 30.
9: 425-454-7012.
0: That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios... Coaster Mike is live. Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag dot com studios. Boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy. Listen, uh, we last last segment we gave it to you about uh, Mister President uh, Joe Biden. There, you know, with oh, his sleepy uh, Joe, uh, with, with 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 his. Uh, Deers in Kevlar. So we just posted that up on the old website there, or see me on the Facebook site. So take a look at that. You can see some funny pictures of a deers in Kevlar.
5: Yeah, I just, you, just another uh, milestone, uh, something to think about. Joe Biden is the first president of the United States.
1: No, that's George Washington.
5: Let me finish. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Shut okay, up. gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Joe Biden is the first president of the United States that has a vice president that believes he's a sexual offender.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. That's true.
5: That's what Kamala Harris That's, said. She in, said it. In, yeah. During, during the debates during, four years during, ago. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That she believed all the allegations of, of. Uh,
1: Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Sleepy Joe. But but now, oh Sleepy
5: oh wait a minute he, he's going to give me a job yeah. okay yeah cool. I mean, yeah,
1: well, we know what she's doing. we uh, been in the past uh, done for a job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or who,
5: I guess we should say. Uh, me, moving on. Move, moving move, on. Move, moving
1: right along. Nothing to say. Move along.
5: ATF um, nomination or nominee.
1: We've talked to you about this guy in the past, this whack job, David Chipman, um, who, you uh, remember, he was the one who made allegations at, uh, at, at the uh, the branch Davidian compound that they were shooting 50 cows at helicopters stuff like that and mm-hmm. none of that it was ever true or ever substantiated and uh listen i'm not uh standing up for uh, uh you know uh, david uh koresh and his people out there listen there were obviously some issues going on with this weird camp but the atf's whole reason of showing up because somebody sent them the bodies of uh of uh hand grenades like the same same kind you would buy you know like for a complaint department at your desk you know old oh yeah grenades. the novelty Novelty, novelty, reads. you know, right. desk decorations. Yep. A postman saw that, uh, reported it, and uh, ATF. Uh, it basically became the uh, the reason they wanted to go in there and uh, and and find out what was going on inside the compound. Um, wow. Yeah, and and that's that's how all that started. And of course, it escalated to you know, um,
5: burn the place down. Yeah, burn the place down. Yeah, with yeah. with people inside. And
1: children, children. Yeah, where where was men, all the men, women, the children and then? children? Yep. Uh, let's see. And again, I'm not sticking up for Koresh at all. I mean, that guy's a whack job, but, uh, you know what? You are entitled. If you want to, I don't know, I didn't mean to get off on this topic, but if, if, if you're going to break the law, you should be, uh, you should be held accountable. Um, and, and if you want to go talk to somebody and investigate them for that allegation, do it. You shouldn't come up with some other kind of weird crap to, I don't know. Uh, listen, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to arrest you and take you out because, uh, we don't like what you're doing inside your house, but uh, the HOA said your grass is long, so that's the reason we're going to use to come see
5: you. Yeah. Well, you you yeah. unfortunately you're not really getting that far off on a tangent with the uh, with the the incident oh. in Waco Texas yeah. and David Koresh, because the nominate the ATF nominee of David Chipman was there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So he is uh, David Chipman is the president of Biden's nominee to lead the ATF. Uh, he has some uh, questionable ideas on guns, suppressors, and assault weapons, to say the least. He's uh, see gun control advocates have praised the nomination of chairman, who was ATF special agent for 25 years. Currently serves as a senior policy advisor to gun violence prevention groups Giffords, highlighting uh, the significance of the ATF's director's role in enforcing gun laws. Okay, we know this guy's anti-gun. And he, not only is he anti-gun, he really doesn't know crap about guns. Yeah. And we get that from reading his statements. Oh, yeah. He's... Man, this guy gets me so mad. He's, he said recently that... Uh, talking about suppressors. He says, anyone that has worked for, in law enforcement for as long as I have will tell you that silencers were not designed to protect hearing. They were designed to make it difficult for people to identify... The Sound of Gunfire and Locate Active Shooters.
5: Wow. Yeah. It, clearly, he doesn't know what the heck he's talking about.
1: He's, a, he's either a, a complete moron or a, a biased liar. And I'm betting it's, it's, it's all two or three of the above of whatever I said. Yeah. yeah. And,
5: he, and he watches a lot of TV and movies.
1: That's clearly a John Wick movie. You know, that's 2017, his statement. He's clearly talking about John Wick. The whole reason for the suppressors is so people cannot identify the sound of the gunfire and locate the active shooters. Earl, I'm going to give you like 30 seconds. Tell me everything you know about a suppressor.
5: Oh, simply put, it is a muffler. It's a muffler for your firearm that the industry goal is to reach 140 decibels or below. 140 decibels has been the benchmark Established by OSHA, another government agency, Occupational Safety Health Organization, or agency, I think, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're, they're the ones guys. that go around to all the yeah. different job sites. Exposure to 140 decibels short-term by OSHA standards will not damage your hearing. Now, we're not going to get into long-term right. or any right, other right, right. variables, but that's that's the goal. Uh yeah it's so you can enjoy your firearm and not blow out your hearing exactly and and i know there are a lot of hunters listening to us or attempting to listen to us right now <laughs> that say yo oh, I, I go hunting all the time with no ear protection out I, I don't you know I, yeah. my hearing's just fine yeah i hate to tell you this it's not but you're wrong yeah there's a thing called auditory exclusion your brain Shuts off your hearing so you don't feel the pain of firing your I'm just gonna say 30 06, 308 at whatever four-legged uh, animal you're after. But you have damaged your hearing. Uh, I am hyper vigilant of doing any and all ear protection that I can, whether I'm if I'm an indoor range, I'll quite often I'll double Double up. I'll run earplugs and I'll run muffs over that. That's right. Because of years of not only gunfire but then also heavy industry, uh, I my my hearing is not what it used to be. So I'm hyper vigilant to protect what little I have. Yeah,
1: try to save what you got
5: left. Although it it is a good excuse when the wife says something to me. Oh yeah, definitely. What? What'd you say, honey?
1: Exactly right. It's very true. Very true. Uh, let's see. The uh, the Americans for Responsible Solutions, which is another, you know, hack uh, anti-gun group that Chipman previously worked at, uh, he said that... What, uh, I wonder
5: what kind of training classes they offer.
1: Oh, well, let's see. Let me look, I'll look up their stuff right here. Let me look it up. Uh, nothing. No yeah, training. none. Uh, he said in a 2017 tweet opposing the Hearing Protection Act that earplugs protect gun owners better than silencers. Uh, mm, uh, well, well no. sure. Sure. I mean, I guess they do, but... Um, uh, here's the problem though, when you're the hunter and you want to sit in the woods and listen to the deer cracking through the woods and the leaves, um, at what point do you stop, see the deer and then very quietly not move and not, uh, put, and not put your hearing protection in. So the deer doesn't see you.
6: Psst, deer.
1: Yeah. Don't move. Exactly right. I'm going to put my, on my ear, uh, Earl, I have one of these. I have in my home, my personal defense weapon at home. In addition to the one, my, my daily carry my personal defense weapon at home you mean
5: as, your personal defense firearm oh
1: yeah i'm i'm an army guy i say weapon I sorry know, I know. um the uh i have a suppressor on mine you know why i have a suppressor on mine cuz you S- can so if, yeah, because i can uh, so if i ever do have to have a self defense use of that firearm at home um do of folks have never know if you do know if anybody out there has ever shot a gun inside a building before okay yeah. Yeah, that, that takes 140 decibels. It makes it about 160, 180 bouncing around, hitting you from every corner and every angle. You're going to be deep. You're going to lose that hearing.
5: And and just, just real quick, folks, 140 decibels is the acceptable level or below, and typically an unmuffled gunfire is hundred around 160 decibels. It doesn't sound much. You know, 20, right. 20 decibels. <laughs> it's
1: For, yeah, an exponential yeah, climb, though. It, it's yeah.
5: logarithmic. Yeah, yeah. For every one... Or two numbers, it's twice yeah. Yeah, the it's amount.
1: Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, let's see here. I want to get you to the part where he, uh, he clearly doesn't know anything about a gun. Um, he says, uh, let's see, uh, he asserted that a person would absolutely need to wear ear protection while using a suppressor if they cared about their ears. Listen, as Earl said, uh, you use ear protection anytime you get it. Um, now, if you use subsonic ammo, ammo with a uh, hearing protection in your outdoors... Um, with a suppressor, you, you may not need to. Uh, let's see. The president, uh, state director of, from New Hampshire, Gun Owners of America, said suppressors are absolutely designed to protect hearing. You've heard me and Earl tell you that uh, a dozen times just in the past 10 minutes.
5: Um, yeah, the, a, a suppressed 22 is the best platform to start a brand new shooter on.
1: Here's what he said this guy knows nothing about guns. Chipman, however, said in a 2019 interview with the Virginia pilot after 12 people and a gunman were fatally shot during a massacre in Virginia Beach that a suppressor makes a gun sound sort of like a handgun. Huh? Exactly. This guy's got not a clue what he's talking about. Folks, uh, stick around. We got uh, more coming up for you after the break. We should have a major bill with us here uh, doing a little Fallen Hero and you'll have a major bill. So stick around. We'll see you after the break.
13: 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert. Still waiting on uh, Major Bill to call in, but he usually is pretty close to the Yeah, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, cool. Old drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO.
9: and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's going to be okay, three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well-adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them.
13: To learn more, call one eight seven
3: 877 Alright, gang, is all here.
13: 7. All right. Visit Wounded Warrior or Visit woundedwarriorproject.org
7: We all play a role in keeping our community safe.
8: Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday.
7: Some are good, others not so much.
4: But that's life.
7: It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention.
4: Because only you know it's not supposed to be in your everyday.
7: So protect
11: your everyday.
8: If you see something suspicious, Say something to local authorities.
11: Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register.
3: (laughs) Thirty seconds to Fallen Heroes. You're listening to
0: Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The
5: Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com.
1: Army Sergeant Kevin W. White died May 2nd, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. White, 22, of Westfield, New York, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 35th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 25th Infantry Division, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. He was killed in action at combat outpost Hanukkah Miracle in the Kunar province of Afghanistan. of wounds suffered when insurgents attacked his unit using an improvised explosive device. This occurred less than a month after White arrived in Afghanistan. Mourners called him a soldier's soldier dedicated to others. Major General Cox said the soldiers who served with White described him as a teacher and a mentor. Army Sergeant Kevin W. White, you are not forgotten.
5: If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 467 4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for supporting since you have since day one and sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment of the program. Uh, folks, uh, you need to get a hold of Kevin, maxlaworlando.com, maxlaworlando.com. Hey, listen, I sent him two cases this week, so if you want to get in there, you better get a hold of him. Uh, Quick. Yeah, it's, uh, it's his calendar's filling up. So, uh, Hey, on the line with us, we have the uh, Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Sounds control to Major Bill. Hey,
0: guys, how's
12: everybody doing on Firefighters
0: Day?
1: Is today Firefighter's Day?
5: I don't know. Well, I, w- I was it's sleeping. the first of April. It's April Fool's, right?
1: No, no, no. It's May 1st, sir. May 1st.
12: Well, that's why it's Firefighter's Day, because they're always a month behind.
1: There you go. Ooh. Just like that. Just like that. Shot off the... Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots <laughs>
5: fired. Cross <laughs> the bow.
1: Uh, we kid our firefighters. We kid them. We kid them, so... And make sure you get that. Uh, you right, wax, right. wax that, wax you know, that truck appropriately. Everybody
12: loves your second responder.
1: That's right. The second responder. <laughs> That's it. The boo boo bus Ooh. and the water fairies. Yep. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, it's good fun, folks. They say the same <laughs> thing about us, so don't worry.
5: They stage while while uh, law enforcement oh, secures yeah. the scene?
2: Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, That's
5: right. All the, right, the, sir. The good old blue canaries.
12: Yep. There you, there you go.
1: All right, sir. Well, now that we lost 30% of the audience, let will let you continue. Go ahead. Go right ahead. What's your story?
12: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing this week? Doing good. Yeah, not
1: too shabby. Not too shabby. How about how are things with you?
12: Oh, well, here, hold on. Uh, that's how things are with me.
5: Uh, oh, rub it in. I, 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 uh, oh, one. oh.
12: Well, wait a second. Are you guys in the studio or at Location Bravo?
5: Location Bravo. Bravo Studio. So right back at you. Yeah. Oh, well then, just then just turn to your left Earl, <laughs> and grab something. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I just need to pick he it did. up, he pick just it up off left. the yeah. table.
1: Yeah, exactly. He could have leaned over and nuzzled it. That's <laughs> <laughs> it.
5: Yeah,
12: uh, exactly. That's what I thought. There we go. Hey, uh, for this week, you know, I I, I got a couple different things that have been going back and forth uh, that I wanted to discuss, but you know, with with all the hatred and uh villainy being put on law enforcement these days you know you would think that we would get out of our own way um and uh this kind of ties in with uh our our good friends uh mike you know them you love them our good friends up there in new jersey uh i don't know what it is about some of the new jersey law enforcement and why they do some of the things that they do yep uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm really kind of I'm
2: really twisted on this story because uh,
12: you know we try to do the right thing and Mike, you know as well as I do who hates the uh, a bad cop the most?
1: Yeah, the good cops, the good cops. Absolutely right. Yeah, a good
12: cop, right? Yep. So, but when we do stupid things, uh, we get stupid prizes, just like everybody else. <laughs> right, right. And this story is out of New Jersey and. When I read the headline, I I had to stop. Because the headline reads, Police chief who offered promotion in exchange for sex with officer's wife or underage daughter faces demotion.
1: Yep. I and saw I this, this like, story. Yes, I what? did.
12: Uh, you know, in Vineland, New Jersey, the police chief is accused of of offering one of his officers a promotion, I don't know to what rank, uh, if you would let him have sex with either his wife or his underage preteen daughter.
1: Yep, yep, you heard that, folks. Uh, underage preteen. So,
12: yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, okay, uh, let me go down this rabbit hole, uh, because you have my attention, sir. Uh, so I'm reading in here that the police chief, Rudolph who I'm not sure it's B-E-U, how you pronounce it, right, right. was found guilty of failure to perform duties, insubordination, conduct on becoming a public employee, and neglect of duty during an administrative disciplinary hearing, uh, according to the press of Atlantic City. Now, the city, this and this is where it gets even worse, the city, as punishment, only wanted to suspend him for 180 days without pay. Yeah. But the arbitrator... A retired judge, there's Batten up there, Raymond A. Batten, instead recommended only demotion to deputy chief,
1: which is just crazy. I'm myself. It's absolutely crazy. You know, you got a guy who's worked his way up to chief, and a chief is one of those positions you don't get demoted from. You either are chief or you're not here anymore. Um, and, and and listen, right. the other part of this story was he's already been. Uh, suspended for a year with pay he's already been home for a year on a vacation with pay
12: now it gets even better uh and i don't understand the, the judge's comment was that suspension now for any period of time would achieve neither meaningful nor curative purposes uh It shouldn't be suspension. It shouldn't be demotion. It should be termination. You are leading the agency. Your actions directly reflect upon your city, your department, and the officers who work for you. And you wanted to have sex with a preteen girl, a daughter of one of your officers, in exchange for a promotion. But, you know, they call us backwards in the South. Well, he'd already ignored 19 requests from city officials to act on internal affairs files. Uh, He also has his daughter uh, works for the department. His son-in-law works for the department uh, and and a couple other family members. But he wouldn't take any disciplinary action uh, or would not recuse himself from the disciplinary process when it came to either his daughter or his son-in-law. Okay, you want to talk about inbreeding? Uh, You don't do that. Uh, If you have a family member that works for the same agency, you make sure you're not in their chain of command, or you divert that chain of command so that you don't have any undue influence.
11: Uh,
12: I'm just beside myself on this whole story. How this person can remain in any type of command position, whether it's deputy chief or chief, um, it, it, it boggles my mind. This is... This is a black eye on law enforcement. This is a black eye on that department. And I really hope they get some more sense up there and and turn it around because these are not the stories we need out there today.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is, this is. I don't know how this guy got in this position, you know, whether, you know, everybody in in front of him died and nobody posted the jobs or whatever it was, but this guy is a disgrace to law enforcement. And if the you know if if the if the government or the feds or somebody else doesn't come in there and stop this from happening and get rid of this guy uh then uh you know i hope the citizens do so it's absolutely a, it's 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 a load of crap is what it is that this guy's a, you know he's an embarrassment to law enforcement and he's out there still doing his thing
12: exactly and the and the other issue that i have is you know you have the city the city council or whatever they are up there only wanted to do a six-month suspension and return him back as chief. And the judge says, no, we'll just demote him to deputy chief because he has a great record. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, there's some things that you just don't do. And it, it requires the maximum amount of punishment. I'm I'm for you know a fair and equitable yeah. no. uh, discipline for any officer who, who does something. But this Not is above
1: this. and beyond. Not this. Ridiculous. Soliciting
12: sex for a pre-themed girl is absolutely unethical and exactly. immoral. And yep. how he can be the chief with a deputy chief, I don't know.
1: It's impossible. It's impossible. Hopefully, we never have to experience it ourselves. But, uh, Major, please thank you, uh, or thank you for your, your segment as usual and be safe out there.
12: Absolute. All my brothers and sisters of boy, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, and watch your six. What's our Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. You guys, we'll see you right after the break.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. You are live.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios uh you know that's an interesting story for major bill i, I you know i, I know he's a, obviously an ardent supporter of law enforcement but like he was saying, there um there are a few bad ones out there and nobody hates the bad ones more than the good cops um and, and and you know when you have something like that happen where it goes to a judge in the city council and they give back a pervert sick you know uh sexual aggressor to a chief of police that's uh Somebody needs to be taking a bigger look at that. That's for that's for damn sure. So, hopefully, that happens. In the meantime, I'd probably stay out of Vineland, New Jersey, or New Jersey at all, really, if you're going to avoid it. So, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, earlier this week, uh, Earl, there was a uh, the Supreme Court decided they were going to have uh, give cert to, uh, to the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, the case that they have against uh, Corlett. Now, I think we did talk about this very briefly, but uh, I wanted to you know give you a few pointers on this. This has the ability to be, to be huge. Um, now, with the court, you know, we're looking at six appointed conservative judges. They were appointed by, you know, conservative presidents, Republican presidents, and the other three are appointed by uh, um, the, uh, the, the other side, the left, the demos. And we know that Judge Roberts, Chief Judge Roberts, has been a, he's enjoyed the role as the, the swing vote.
5: Okay. Um,
1: so, you know, as the chief judge, he's, he's, he's enjoyed that role as the swing vote. And I think as the chief judge, he has liked going with the way of the public. I, I really do. You know, rather than always being the government's man or being the people's man, he, he, he is trying to feel what is out there. Whatever it is, whatever his reasons are, he has enjoyed being that guy. Okay. If you go back and look at all of his rulings before he became the swing vote... Um, he, he sided, he sided with, the, uh, uh, with the conservatives all the time. Um, now, it's my belief that he will side again. It, it, we're not going to have a 5-4 ruling because he doesn't want to be seen as the conservative that crossed over. Okay? Okay. He'll be the swing vote or he'll be on the side of the majority. That's what he wants. I do not believe you're going to see him cross over. So my belief, this is either going to be a 5-4 decision or a 6-3 decision... Oh, and I really believe it's going to be a 6-3 decision with Roberts on the side of the conservatives and not the 5-4 decision with him having crossed over. Okay. So here's what's at stake, folks, now that I've kind of got that off my chest. The New York state case is about being able to take the firearm outside of the home. That's that's pretty simple. You would think this is a Yeah,
5: you own it, don't you? Yeah.
1: You you would think this is this would uh, this has been answered. It's um uh it's a, it's a concealed carry license. This this is what this is about. Um, the, uh, this, this, the, the state in your, here, let me. I'll just read you the brief here. Uh, with these questions in view, it's not clear to me that the courtlet is the best vehicle for considering uh, the questions compared to the recent ninth circuit decision from why. Okay. That's a little bit different. That's not the, that's actually not the part I wanted to read to you. Um, <laughs> so, so my, my bad moving on the, uh, Here's, here's what we get out of New York State. Um, it's, it's about the responsibility to having to get the concealed weapons permit to bring the firearm outside of the house. Okay. Um, the firearm, we already know from uh, from Heller. We already know from McDonald that you have the individual right to own the firearm, and you have the individual right to have the firearm in the house. Okay? okay, All right, so we know that. Now, do I have the right to have the firearm outside the house is the issue, because in New York, Earl, it's a May issue state, and... It's left up to the local jurisdictions, not to the state, but to the local jurisdictions, chiefs of police, that kind of thing. And if you're in the you know the blue part of the state,
5: you're not getting your gun. So you you're mean not it, a gun license in the city? In the city, uh, you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of all these uh, you know, Westchester County are, yeah. are in the city. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. you're not right, in right. upstate New York. Correct. Uh, you I've, get
1: this around I've, Buffalo. You know, you get this around, I've, but Buffalo's I, a big town. Buffalo's a big town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh-huh. uh, you know, but you know, but you get up to Utica. You get up I've, to. I've got
5: relatives up around Buffalo area. Yeah, I went up to visit him a few years ago. Yeah. I thought I was in Georgia. Yeah, uh, bunch now, of rednecks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but you get into Buffalo City. Yeah, oh, yeah but then yeah. you come outside. Yeah, it's exactly right. You're exactly yeah. right. So, um, they, you know, so they they have been denied the right to carry their firearm outside their home. So this case now, the Supreme Court has said yes, we want to hear it. So here's what I, I view is at stake. There is, okay, concealed weapons permits. Now this is just not. The the, the nonsense with the may issue versus the shall issue. But that may solve. That that may get solved there. This is the issue of carrying outside the home. So if the court says, listen, they can carry outside the home. Um, If you're going to deny them the right to carry concealed, then based on the right to keep and bear arms under Heller and McDonald and shall not be infringed under the Second Consti- the Second Amendment of the Constitution. The court could say, fine, if you want to not issue them a concealed carry permit, then they're allowed to open carry, because they must be allowed to carry because the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Mm-hmm. So that's what this could end up in. Then it could also end up in, listen, um, you don't get to re- you don't get to deny them, you d- you don't get to deny them. So. Your, your concealed carry licensing, there is no licensing to exercise a right. So your license is gone. Your requirement to do some amount of training before you can even apply for a license to pay to exercise a second member right is unconstitutional and it's gone.
6: Hmm,
1: this, okay. these, these could, I mean, they, they could rule, I mean, they, this could be sweeping change to the way firearms are are dealt and and, and, and handled and people get to use. Um, this Big changes. This could be big, big changes. Um, And this is what we've said. This is what the Supreme Court has turned down many of the little cases, even when it seemed like one really good issue. You're like, well, that's a really good issue, but it didn't give them the opportunity to, to wrap their arms around more than one issue. This case gives them the opportunity to wrap their arms around more than one issue. This is the, the baseball analogy. This is the triple or the home run they've been looking for. The, they the, didn't want the bunt or the walk. The, okay? room,
5: the room is finally big enough. Huh? Yeah,
1: yeah. they wanted extra bases, and they wanted the right players on the bench. Huh? There's a good baseball reference, yeah, right? The bench, yeah. yeah. So this is, this is what we're looking at. I really believe that this one has the opportunity for sweeping change, that we could lose the requirement for licensing, we could lose the training requirement, we could lose the uh, you know, open carry versus concealed carry thing, it would just become carry at whatever you know, way you choose. Um, I, I believe this, that's, this is all there and it has potential. And this could change everything. This could change Ninth Circuit, this could change you know California, this could change Hawaii, this could change everything around the country with all of the restrictive rules. The Supreme Court could come down and say, boom, which is why, Earl, and it's going to take up to a year for them to actually cert, review, and get, to get us a case back. Um, that's why you're going to hear more and more, we need to pack the court. Yeah. We need to pack the court. Mm-hmm. And by, guess how many they want to pack the court by?
5: Uh, they want to bring it up to, what, 13? 13.
1: They want to bring it up to 13 because guess how many conservative justices there are?
5: Uh, Six.
1: Six. So if we put 13 on, that would mean seven. Seven liberal judges. Uh-huh. That's just an arbitrary yeah, number though. Well, yeah, it doesn't yeah, mean anything. Yeah, yeah. How, it doesn't how,
6: mean anything. How, how
5: how many How many years has the Supreme Court been at 9 justices?
1: Since it got to 9 justices in 1847, I think it was. Oh, uh,
5: so we're over 100 years. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're, yeah.
1: we're a, Let's see. We're a, if, if 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 it was 1847, we're 174 years into the, the size of the Supreme Court.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's been good enough. Yeah. for that long, but now all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. And listen, it started off with less because guess what, the nation was growing and as the nation grew, that you know we had more we had a couple more Supreme Court justices added to it. And then when the country got to, you know, you know 100 million people, you know, right back around civil war time, they were like, "Okay, we're good. We've got a good size. We're going to stick with it." Because there is nothing in the constitution that says the number of the justices to be on the Supreme Court. But it's worked pretty good for, like I said, 174 years, so yeah. Exactly. Um, that's what you get. But on the other side of the house, the the Biden administration says, "We the government are we the people," and they want to take our guns from us. So their way to do that is to pack the Supreme Court. So we'll see how this goes. Keep your fingers crossed. That's that's, uh, that's all we can say. And, uh, and and keep your fingers crossed and keep your uh, and keep your powder dry, right? Those that know the history really? reference, yeah. Uh, there, there you go. And surrender no quarter, as well. Earl, uh, oh, good show. Thank you for joining me. Um, uh, I know you're just uh, you just back. Drove in from town, and I'm getting ready to go do do a drive myself. So um, have fun with that. Yeah, I will. I will have fun with that. Um, folks, until uh, next week, please exercise your second amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get
5: ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel.
7: 2000 semi-automatic rifle. Be sure to arouse your curiosity, not
3: just because it's. All right, good show, everyone. Have a good rest of your night.
1: All right, just let me, let me hold on until
3: uh. After the commercials are done. For me. Oh yep, you're recording. Yep, yep, yep. Performance. Yep.
7: Yep. Curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com.